What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. After a long hiatus, we are back with what you crave, what you need. The Virtual Homework Podcast. Yeah, like holy starring shit. Starring Dana. And Sam. And holy shit, apparently. But no, welcome to the Virtual <laughs> Homework Podcast. Your favorite homework for all your virtual homework podcasting, podcasting needs. needs. Oh my that god. That's amazing. I'm, I'm so glad that's how we did the intro for our uh, our return in a blaze of glory. Yeah, okay. I'm, for I, Public apology on my end. I, I moved and... Um, and mine too. We both, we like both moved yeah, why like in we the both same move? month. That's weird. It's like, you know what? You're moving. I gotta I, move. I, I moved out of my parents' house. Finally, I have my own place. Proud of them. Got Mao in the background, you know, just chilling. Yeah, no, I hope you're watching um, the video episode. You could, there's like a literal <laughs> move out of your parents, get a Mao framed print. That's that's literally the next step. Right next to a fucking naked anime body pillow and my cat sleeping. Don't that's say it's sick. naked because no one could actually tell. And uh, we don't want YouTube to like manually flag this video, okay? Okay, we're. It is. Um, Flesh-colored clothing. Sure. All right. Let's go with that. Let's move on from the anime nude pillow. Welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. We are back on a normal schedule. Yes, this episode is coming one day late because of Memorial Day, but we should not have any more foreseeable breaks in the future. We are finally back. I'm in this sad corner. I'm kind of excited to like get back into it. To be honest, yeah, honestly, I, 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 two weeks. It doesn't seem like that long in the grand scheme of things, but like when you haven't like seen someone in two weeks, I don't actually. Dana is like. I he's constantly trying to talk to me and I'm like really trying my hardest to ignore him like I don't want to be this man's friend except for one to two hours what? every week when we record this podcast That's I, not what you said to me. I can't stand the man so Fuck really you. <laughs> No, it's like we we were we've literally been doing this for so long now. It's become like the norm to like play like a cool game and like have this conversation. Like this is our like hangout time. I mean, like for, we like making the content for people and stuff like that. But it's also like it's super fun to like hang out with your friend and play games and uh, yeah, legit. I, I like that I said one to two hours a week when we like we've been like talking for like three hours before we actually even got <laughs> into the podcast this week. Um, yeah, like legitimately, we do really miss doing this. So. Um, we went a really long streak. We went like forty episodes without taking a single break, and then it was like three yeah. breaks. Like every other, every other week, we had a break. So we're we're yeah. hopefully not doing that anymore. Like, how many times can you move? I signed a, a, at least a two week lease, so I might I might have to move in a couple <laughs> weeks. So in the meantime, yeah, I am I, in... I'm a week and a half. Oh shit! So you're you're getting ready to move again, right? <laughs> and moving is literally the worst. Like, yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah, I I, I, have... I I moved over a month ago and I still have shit like everywhere. Like I still have boxes I haven't unpacked. So I'm just like, where do I put a crock pot? Yeah, I'm like literally in the same situation. Like I am, uh, like. I, I haven't gotten my full setup because my full setup is like eight pages of like different hardware if you've ever seen it. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to like set up the really sad gamer corner where like I literally can't you have ever good find posture. That apartments don't have good storage. Like they don't have enough cabinets. They need more like closets. Like You see, I did my research. I got a place that has like updated cabinets, outdoor storage even. I don't know. This is I, who, I have outdoor. Who, I have outdoor storage. Who I have, wants I have... to hear about storage? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, let me tell you about my storage. It looks like a fucking uh, 
internment camp like oh my god <laughs> like is, is is there like a, a shower head on the ceiling and is it all cement like like i don't it's I don't all really know cement there's there's like a, a fucking wooden shelf you could like sleep on and stuff like that i mean it's pretty cool i mean it's pretty thugged it's pretty thugged out <laughs> it's thugged out i mean like honestly what did i say that to the last pad- podcast you were like talking about something serious i was like is it thugged out um, oh yeah, it was like there's like the two rhino sex hum- video um, it's it just, just thugged out. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I'm 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 gonna be in the. This is a the, video game podcast. This is a video game podcast, and I'm gonna be in the sad gamer corner. I I, I posted on Twitter about it. I I like I have like a one fifth of my setup right now as as I very lazily get back into it. There's piles don't of boxes hate on your setup though. Like your setup actually looks kind of cool. I'm sure it hurts your back, but I actually thought like the vertical monitor setup looked kind of cool. Vertical like, monitor is like intimidating. The, the... I opened Discord and I could see like every like i have like a hundred servers on discord like way too many and like i normally like can't see them. them all it's like i i this is overwhelming i can't do this but like i don't i'm not i'm not a vertical monitor person no, my I, monitor can switch to a vertical anytime i want it's just I, I i think i'm gonna go two horizontal and a vertical from now on this is pretty cool i i have done vertical monitor because i work in code but uh it's yeah. it's, it's kind of weird i'm i'm into it now though i mean like honestly like this setup kind of has to do because it's impossible. I'm not sure if you've tried to get furniture, but because of COVID, apparently, like, there's a massive, massive furniture shortage. And, like, every single place is, like, saying, you know what? Like, six months, no furniture. So that's how it's going to be. It's kind of I worse. was very lucky. My parents retired and moved to a house up north, and they didn't want a single piece of the furniture they had. So I got literally everything. So you have, like, ugly 70s-style, like, floral furniture? No, my my parents aren't fucking ninety. Like they gave me, like they have like modern shit. Like I have a really I, nice arm. I also can't talk because I've been tables. wearing a floral Gucci hat on like ninety percent of these uh, podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. I can't stop looking at that Mao fucking painting. Like it is like perfect. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. For those who are audio listeners, um, Dana has a literal framed print of Mao, and interpret that as you will. I don't think he's he's a he's a member of the CCP, but but we never know. Um, it is intimidating. Like, there's a reason why that man became the leader See, of China. I was trying to. He's, just, he's trying to do like that blood, that blood thing that every single like elementary school like, and middle schooler like learns like, how to spell blood on their hands. He's trying to C- do that. He's trying C- to do gang C- signs. C- I don't think a, like C- yeah. C- you're gonna talk to like um Xi Jinping and be like, yo, check. If out I my did that to him, would it be gang? Would it be like a sign of respect? Um. I think he would just be confused on how you got in the same room as him. I think that would be the main concern. He's but, like, why are you here? Well, yeah. Like, let's say I had, like, the opportunity to meet him, and that's, like, what I did. Like, I, like that's, like, I had, like, one shot to see him, like, and he knows he's fully ready for, like, the hey, this, this random person's going to meet you, and that's what I do to him. Do you think, like, he would be, like, impressed or? No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Speaking of, like, I, because, like, I, I'm not going to get into the, the intricacies of, international politics featuring dana but what i will say is on the topic of why are you here why are why are the people here we have not talked about this game at all what do we no, play this, this actually week? i i i think this topic actually has to do with uh politics has to do with uh this game a little oh bit. yeah uh, actually um this <laughs> i don't even know the name of it's shadow <laughs> complex it's shadow complex shadow, shadow complex we played Shadow Conflicts Remastered, uh, which, dare I say, this game's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay, I actually really love this game, but I also agree with you that, like, oh, speaking of international politics, speaking of, I can't even remember the name of this game, 
I actually, so I have a mutual friend who brought him up in the podcast for Nino. I like, I messaged my friend Nino. I'm like, hey, I think you'd really like this game. It's like, oh, what's it about? I'm like, uh, it's generic war slash spy video game like shit. Like the worst. Yeah, like it, the worst, the worst. absolutely like so- every trope. Like the opening cutscene is like, oh, they're going to take the vice president. And it's like, oh, okay. This they're going to the president. And it's like the terrorist. Yeah. yeah it, it's like, like a, There's like a moment when it's like. I don't have any formal training. I was trained by my father. It's like flashback to his dad. He's like, Daddy, I don't want to kill. And the dad's like, you'll kill when you have someone to kill for America. Like, that type of shit. Like, <laughs> Legitimately, like, it, uh, this this plot was probably made by, like, the Call of Duty team. Like, I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm even ragging Call of Duty because, like, this is I think it made the game dramatic. better. Like, like how bad it was actually to me like made the game better yeah that on top of the fact that like okay so let's actually go into a little bit what this game is this is this is a smaller scale game i think that this game was originally for the xbox 360 virtual console which honestly i feel like that's an underrepresented uh category on this podcast in general we haven't played that many xbox 360 games because a lot of them honestly haven't made the transition to like yeah it's hard to play yeah yeah and and like one of the games I really wanted to play in the podcast, Teakwall, like it's literally impossible to play. Like you can't get unless you have an Xbox 360 that already has yeah, Teakwall on it. Like you can't a chip play it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there, there's that issue. But then like honestly, like I feel like overall, like the Xbox Live Arcade and even Xbox Live uh, 360 games in general, I feel like that era is really underrated in terms of like people's memories like people love the games but like they don't really like go to the xbox 360 era when they it's, think of like their it's favorite very games. much like the indie scene nowadays in the way that all these wonderful games from small developers are being like pushed out every single day on steam it was like that back in the day it just they had a lot more limitations on uh technology yeah but but, but this is the generic war game called Shadow Complex. It's a 2.5D shooter slash platform, which is a really it, weird it's, combination. It's, it's a metro. It's, I hate to say it's a Metroidvania. Uh, Metroidvania was shooting. Yeah, it's, it's well, I mean, well, like Metroid literally is shooting. Oh yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, that that <laughs> that, that is how it is. Except like the guns are actual guns. Like yeah, they, you're like, using actual guns. Like Basically, the concept of the game is is you're just a random jack of all trades who. Uh, apparently was trained by your dad to be a uh, world-class assassin killer uh you're with your girlfriend uh at a random valley and she's like oh i used to go to this cave when i was a kid come find me hee <laughs> and she hides in the cave at the bottom of the cave uh she gets abducted by terrorists who actually at the the heart of this cave there's actually a terroristic organization trying to like take over the united states with like bombs and shit so like, you stumble upon it like miraculously while doing this and you have to like travel through like their underground to save your girlfriend and then save the country yeah so it it gets into like super just like war generic shit but like the reason why we're playing this game and um like when we mentioned like metroidvania we we're mentioning like oh this is a 2.5d like platform flesh slash shooter like the whole reason why i picked out this game and i think i mentioned this to dana when i like actually like showed it to him two weeks ago is that we played what was it klonoa the sky yeah. i don't even remember the game. what's the name the full name of the game like klonoa the Clo- sky klonoa Sol- like thunder butthole i don't fucking know like. <laughs> we played klonoa thunder butthole which is a really good ps1 2.5d platform i'm like yeah. do 
they even really make 2.5D platformers anymore? Like, what is a really well-received 2.5D platformer? And apparently, was. Like, Shadow Complex is considered one of the best. And it's a 2.5D experience. It, like, it kind of looks... What would you say, like, the graphics in this game look like, like, compared to other games? Like, it, it kind of looks like a AAA, like, uh, like just war game. Like, just a triple like... A game from, like... 2012 maybe no no probably no xbox like 2000... 360 era AAA uh war graphics basically like this is kind yeah, of like yeah, call yeah. of duty it, graphics but in a 2.5 d setting they, i think they that's... look good obviously it's not like hyper realistic like modern graphics but they look good like the game looks and runs fantastic yeah what, um, what i'm trying to say though is like it, it is like actually like legitimately modern 2.5 d graphics like when i think of like a 2.5 d game i think of like kirby and the crystal shards like i think of like n64 graphics honestly like i feel like 2.5 d as a concept like there are still definitely games that are made in that style and i guess we played unravel and that's also like a 2.5d game but like when i think of 2.5d for some reason i just think of like old school games yeah like this is like one of the only things from like the modern era i guess you could like pin uh that type of game to um the gameplay is actually quite quite fun we had mentioned that it's like a uh, metroidvania game in the way that it's like this huge sprawling dungeon that you have to like go through um not yeah, the more you say it, the more you say like literally metroid like it, it actually now that i think about it like super metroid like that map is like is so sprawling it, 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 it's it's that's basically what this is you know there's like secrets at any turn what's cool is this game uh it it rewards you for exploring there's like every single level every single screen every single map has like secrets in it which actually if you look at your map there'll be like a question mark meaning like there's a missed secret so it's not like there's shit that you actually miss and you actually level up and gain experience you'll gain like agility you'll gain health you'll gain more damage more accuracy for like just exploring and like playing the game which i think is a really cool concept and really made me want to like es- like look at the whole entire world yeah um, like one third of this map is like optional i think like something like that it- it's pretty crazy like and also uh because this game is iterative like there's experience and like you could also get like new weapons like a lot of the stuff like you have to if you backtrack and like explore you'll get rewarded and like get upgrades on like your weapons and gear um, yeah, that's the biggest thing that uh, felt reminiscent of like a Metroidvania game in the way yeah, that, that like, makes sense. you get you get like the upgrades, like the double jump, like the the, the, the more the we talk about it, gun. the more it's like, of course, this is a Metroidvania. It's like not even a question. It's it's just like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When I, I was thinking, um, it it, I, it it is so cool to like like when you get like the double jump to like go back to like the very beginning of the game and they're as you're playing through the game, there's like these jumps or doors or like platforms you can't get to. Um, that you remember, like, you, you think about it, like, when you get the item that you can use it, to like, oh, wait, I can go back to there and get that, uh, get that secret upgrade for, like, my grenades or, you know, health or armor or, or whatever, so... Yeah, but, like, honestly, what I was thinking when I was playing this game, and, like, I was thinking, like, oh, Klonoa, that was a pretty fun game. This game kicks Klonoa's ass. You get that main character in Shadow Complex, and, like, Klonoa's, like, collecting gems or some shit. You just come in with the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. AK. You're, this You're game like, is badass. This game legitimately, I was, like, enjoying it. I'm, like, just mowing down enemies. I played on normal. I didn't play on, like, any hard yeah, or, like, difficult. I, I, play, I always play on normal and stuff like that. Yeah, you have, like, Apache yeah. helicopters attacking you. You're shooting at them, blowing them up. You're, this like, game is, like, over the top in a lot of regards like action and like i honestly like i enjoyed that i like that i i was i was a huge i'm usually not a fan of that i'm usually not a fan of that kind of stuff like the over top like super cheesy but it's like 
this game did it so well in a way that was just so enjoyable. Um, I couldn't imagine not playing this game on a controller, but um, so I I did I played this game entirely on a controller, but like I actually uh saw like because I accidentally used my mouse at times, and the way that it works, like the mouse, it kind of like shows up in a way. Like, have you ever played like uh what time time splitter? What's the one in the arcades? Oh, um, Time Crisis. Time, time crisis yeah, yeah yeah so like you know a time crisis like it shows up like as a dot on the screen yeah so uh if you're using the mouse like the mouse shows up as dot is on the screen and that's where like you shoot so like you could shoot up and stuff but like it actually really does help with like the oh, 2.5d wow. sections where you're the, able to that was that was some of the worst parts about this game was definitely the 2.5d shooting sometimes yeah so i i actually really like the 2.5d in terms of, like the graphical design and like enemies coming in and out at you but like actually trying to like target anything in in the non like liter- linear setting uh did start to get uh annoying at some parts also like the fact that like there were some ambiguous areas where like because it was 2.5d like i thought i was actually able to go to some platforms and i wasn't just due to the fact that like they're in the background when i didn't realize it this game like when i originally like started playing this especially because the opening cutscene, i i actually how far did you get in this game i got about 45 percent of the map uncovered which is a lot considering you can like beat the game with only having like 60 percent of the map uncovered i got pretty far okay i got I, about i got about a half hour past getting the double jump okay so i actually got farther than you then yeah regardless like the opening cutscene of this game has nothing to do with the actual gameplay. It it, it does. I think it's just but, setting okay, up no, story. Yeah, it, it's like it's nothing to do with what you initially started. Like the first multiple hours of gameplay are nothing to do with the opening cutscene. Like takes you like yeah. back. So like because of that, like I was I was genuinely confused, and I thought this game was going to be a shooter based on how the first part of the game worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. like. I was like, why is this on platform? It's like an adventure game. Yeah, it's an adventure game. And like legitimately, like like I was like scared that I picked a game that was considered one of the best platformers without it actually being a platformer. This game is like legit it has legitimate platforming elements. Like I was mm-hmm. there there were areas where like I was actually frustrated because again, like the two point five D, I'm like, oh I actually can't jump there. But especially when you get like uh different uh like abilities to jump, like there's there's a power up where like you're able to like hyper speed walk on like water if you're going at, like a certain speed and like there's like oh, double yeah. jump like there are some legitimate platforming elements that were fun like i actually really enjoyed this as a platformer i like i i plan on beating this game 100 percent what i liked about it is like in the traditional metroidvania i hate using that word by the way yeah um, I, it, I hate using like those... the word platforming elements i feel like a tool <laughs> yeah well it's like um most of those games are typically fantasy driven so you usually get like the sword upgrade or you get like the 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 magic uh missile or whatever fucking upgrade but it's like in this it's like oh you're getting like an augmented missile for your your gun and stuff like that i like how it takes those elements and makes them somewhat more realistic like i could see this game like traveling over to a crowd of people that like into like the call of duty type stuff and like maybe like hey you like this style game maybe start getting into like some of this nerdier stuff like hey you should you play castlevania uh castlevania for like uh, playstation one you probably like that type of thing game too you know what i mean which which honestly like i i see this like being a really good bridge between like uh the call of duty crowd and like a little bit more of the nerdy games exactly like you said but like where where was this game like this game actually has an audience like this game is well received and has like a following but i don't know a single person who's ever heard of shadow complex no, I, I like, like this game is like a sleeper like i i, but I dare is it I say sleeper, like all though? The- it was critically acclaimed on release for the xbox 360 came out I for never, ps4 but it was, but it was and on uh, the- xbox one as well 
and but now it was like it's on the PC. Xbox Marketplace, though. Like that's the thing, though. It wasn't like like even Marvel Blast Ultra was like a, that was a hit, and that was like on the Xbox. Like there were games I've on the never, Xbox. Oh yeah, that were good, but it's like only if you had an Xbox versus like like things like Casual Crashers, where like everyone played. Is, is I think is a little bit different than this. There's, this is definitely a game I'm going to recommend to people. Like, if they're just looking for something fun to play, like, they're going to think I'm insane. Like, what the fuck is this game? Like, this game is fucking awesome. I mean, even, I think originally, like, because this was on the Xbox Live Arcade, this game was originally 15 bucks. This is, like, one of the best deals for 15 bucks ever. Like, the game looks good. You could tell, like, a lot of effort was put into, like, actually making the game look professional. Sure, there are actually a decent chunk of graphical and everything's voice acted. Everything's voice acted, too. <laughs> Okay, I actually, uh, voice acting was probably my biggest complaint about the game. It was was like laughably bad at some points i i love the cheese like i think it was the so cheesy it. it was so cheesy well it's like i like the little quips like the guards do and stuff like that you're oh, like oh, they're like that, talking that about- was good but i think honestly i think that the opening cutscene was the worst like by far oh yeah it's yeah. like we, mr president we're here to say the vice president like <laughs> yeah, that's a good impression it's like it's obviously some developer that's like i could make a badass voice and then he he doesn't because he's that's some, like, like uh, it's like it's like me yeah making exa- a badass voice <laughs> or making fun of making a it's, badass voice it's exactly like, it, that like it, hurt my throat yeah. <laughs> in the future where the president is in terrorist organization <laughs> like. <laughs> No man, this game fucking rocks. Like no, this I've, is I've, this I'm is totally really happy I, about this. This is something that I feel like neither of us would um have thought to ever have played. I, uh, I would I'm have glad- Shadow Complex was literally not on my radar until I just searched best 2.5D platformer. Like I, I had never heard of it, and I'm I'm glad we picked it. I'm sorry I completely steamrolled you, but I think that's what you're about to say. No, I actually have uh, an interesting piece of lore. It has really nothing to do with our experience with the game, but uh, I was reading some of the reviews, and one of the interesting things about the game is that it was originally um, released as a demo for the Xbox Live Arcade, um, but they had accidentally released the entire game oh, no. as the demo. But you couldn't save. So if you just did never save, you could actually oh, play. Oh, speed like, run life. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so you can just play like the whole game. Um, they in like within like hours they patched it, so you couldn't do it anymore. So like people just left their console in offline mode, and they were just able to play the game Infinity. There we free, go. So. So I I want to say I'm going to say this game isn't that difficult like especially if like first of all I'm, you could actually change the difficulty mid uh mid save yeah. which is pretty cool. I just, I, I yeah I, I like that. I I would just you could probably keep the game at like normal. Yeah. Too crazy. Yeah, but what I'm saying there, for I I actually did try casual a bit cuz like there was a section where I'm like eh, I don't really care cuz I had like I like accidentally saved with like low health. The game on yeah, casual Yeah, that, that's a that's a problem. Is, the, is definitely thing is saving with low health yeah yeah there, there's some weird like saves especially if you're coming back to the game like from a different setting like it's not super clear like where you have to go sometimes there there is like a path for the most part but like you could like save and like accidentally backtrack and then it's like you make it more annoying for yourself but like no what i'm trying to say is like on casual mode this game is unbelievably easy like it, you literally just seem like every enemies do like one damage to you and like you literally can't die it's it, to die is impressive on casual mode. Yeah, there 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 were definitely uh times where I felt like I was going through like a gauntlet with like ultra low health. And like we mentioned before, um the problems with the 2.5D, like let's say you, so you get to a point and you have low health and then you save and there's not enough health to get high enough and then there's like an onslaught of en- like multiple rooms of enemies that you have to attack in like the uh the background. Uh it's like you just take pot shots over and over and over and it's like it's very hard to get through. Uh, without being able to like attack them like directly, so that's probably like one of my yeah. only problems. I, I even with that, I still think this game's a ten out of ten for me. Like, this game's fucking ten awesome. out of ten, really? 
Well, I guess like so. I guess for it would be like a nine out of ten because like I, there are games I'd be like, this is like eleven out of ten. Like this is like a really cool game. I I legitimately think this is a, a nine out of ten. I would say this is like I I can say I I don't know what we played this year to say it's a best of, best of the year, but I think it's like top three probably. Like I I legitimately really had a fun. Isn't time it? Isn't that what's so funny? It's like it's always these random off games that end up being like the most fun. I think like last year. Uh, like it was like nine nine nine, like random other uh, games and stuff like that. You would never think of were like our best, and then it's like Xbox Live arcade game from a decade ago. Like this is remastered. I mean, if we're talking about the remaster, I have no like. I actually looked at the before and after, and they don't look that different. Like it, it kind of the the style of game. Like even if you remaster it, it looks like generic Call of Duty graphics. It's like it's like you ever see that like clip where like they show like the remastered hair, and it's like yep, he, his arm is now yeah it's, has it's, realistic it's, hair. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's like not stuff you like look at. Yeah. Um, I'll just never forget that um, one of the cutscenes, like I was mentioning earlier, with like the dad is like the guy. He has like uh, infinite combat training. He's never served a day in his life. He's like, I learned everything from my father. And the dad's like, You gotta find something worth fighting for, son. It's just like it's, it's like I guess my dad would be proud. And like as he picks up a gun, it's like, Yep, that's <laughs> that's generic action game shit. Like play this oh game. Like I know we say this a lot on the podcast. Like oh, you should totally play this game. Like actually, a- actually play this game. Is this game on the Switch? It's gonna be fucking awesome on no, the Switch. No, no, it's not. It's only on PC. I was actually really annoyed with that. This game would be legitimately awesome on the Switch, and I, it's insane they have not actually tried because th- this this game isn't like complicated, and the graphics are no. not like the graphics are not like better than what was it? Uh, the Cyberpunk booby game. <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah this is like fi- this is like 15 dollars of like really fun gameplay that you're gonna definitely enjoy like i can't imagine many people not liking this yeah no i i i'm definitely beating this game you you, you said like the day after uh i picked this game like before we even went on break because like there was always a chance that like i would be able to do it last week you were like oh i'm gonna 100 percent this game you you have not hundred percent of this game. No, called out. I, I was I was going to, and then it was just like. Then you didn't. Then you surfed. I did. I'm a surfy boy. Yeah, that's I've like been... me with like Hearthstone. It's like, oh, I could be playing the game, but I'll I'll just I'll just go to Battlegrounds match. You've been just... you've still been playing Hearthstone pretty hard. Battlegrounds, not really the well, main like, game. I think but... I think we all have like our comfort game. That's like you you get like. It, these games are fun and stuff like that, but sometimes like to grind out this game so we can talk about it can be a little bit much. So we have like our comfort games that like get home from work. All I want to do is relax, play some Counter Strike. You know? I mean, like I it, it makes sense from a casual perspective, but like yeah, I I my comfort game is going to be whatever is on my phone. Like I can't if I can't play this like on like literally just in bed, just like chilling at the most also also i realized with the setup i've like completely like backed away from the mic multiple times so sorry if like the audio is the worst thing in the world but yeah i i I can't just chill in bed like on 90 percent of these games i can't like bring my pc setup and play uh what is the name of this game cyber cyber warfare no legitimately i forgot the name of the game shadow complex it's okay shadow complex play it legitimately yeah um i this is probably like i i want to say like a top like five game we've ever played on the podcast probably like as far as like fun factor they're obviously better games whether like it's like there are games that are like the full package whether it's like fun gameplay like engaging story like it's like the full experience this is just if you just want a fun fucking game like with no frills no bullshit like 
This there, is your there game. Is, there's just like the mindless action, just like you could plow through. Like, I, I was. This is, this is what uh, Tembo the fucking elephant could have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think they're the same price. And like, I would much rather play this than the other one for the same price. But like, no, what I was going to say is like, this is not the best game ever made. And there are like random gra- graphical glitches. Like, even in the remaster, Absolutely. it's not like, it doesn't, it's not the most amazing looking game. But like, no, it's impossible. It just does gameplay. No, but it's impossible to, like, say that – it's impossible to um, separate, like, price of a game. Like, this game is 15 bucks. This game is, at the end of the day, 15 bucks. If you paid $60 for this game, you'd have a very different experience. But for 15 bucks, this is, like, an amazing value. Like, an amazing value for a video game. And, like, I wish more developers realized that. We always always talk about value. Like, Gorgoa, like, that's probably, like – that would have been, like, game of the year if it wasn't, like, $15. I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but I looked it up. I, I think I mentioned it like three episodes after or something like that. But like Gorgo is like four or five bucks on the App Store, which is like acceptable. Yeah, that's a five dollar game. Yeah, Fucking fantastic game. Yeah, but like but, um, I, I wish that developers were more in touch to like what their game was actually worth because I feel like I feel like it's a positive feedback loop because people are scared that if they price their game too low, they aren't going to make enough in sales. But like you get more sales when your game is reviewed higher, when your game is actually uh, like, like hypoth- if if your game is ten dollars or like and it's like praise is like fantastic fucking game, you're going to sell unbelievable amount of copies. It's not even if it's a praise is a fantastic game, like a game that was thirty dollars a six out of ten might be a nine or eight point five out of ten at ten dollars. Like it, it's just like, wow, for ten dollars, this game, what a value. And then like someone is going to see like, oh, this game has good reviews because like honestly, the conversation a lot of the time is like, oh, that looks interesting. And then like they just like very briefly type reviews and just look at the number like how many things have you bought on amazon that were like oh this has or how many things how many times are like oh i'm searching this on amazon like i would buy this but it has three stars never mind like that's yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, and i feel like that's, that's all you need just lower the price do you do you think developers have difficulty uh gauging the um i guess rating of their own game like do you think like re- reviewers By rate- like, they, they make their like rating their own game, like they make their game and go like, ah, uh, you know, th- it, this is the final product. This is what it is. Like, do you think they all always think like this is gonna be a fucking like slam dunk? Like this game's fucking awesome. I, I think like- that people definitely, when they make software, uh, have a bias and that they think it's better than it is. But I don't think that someone who made like the worst game ever is gonna be like, you know, this game is the worst. Or do you just think they're just surrounded by like yes men or that no, kind of no, thing, no? Or- like I, I think that if someone is making software and like video games are included, so like it actually more so because it's art like if someone is making a video game they're going to think it's better than it actually is a lot of the time unless it's like at the upper echelon and then you might have imposter syndrome and think it's worse than it is but like you're gonna probably elevate your review scores but if you were making like a three out of ten game you're gonna think it's a five out of ten game you're not gonna think it's like a nine out of ten like someone who someone who's making shit knows they're making shit they just probably think the shit is better than it actually is i would say this game very gamey uh much so gamey vibes is that the the team that made this knew exactly what they're doing they're just like gameplay let's just make a fun as fuck game like that's all they cared about yeah at the same time like they definitely were smart in that like this game is unique you don't see metroidvanias or like 2.5d games like this at all like this is no and like a modern it's like modern like yeah yeah like they they really like found their niche. fantasy they made yeah. their they found their niche and like, i i really enjoyed that i, like, I, if, I if, if they made a two like that would be that would be sick as fuck they like, probably we would will. be like we would be like number one fans for that the, shit. Oh, Shadow Complex. Even though I forgot the name of the pod or forgot the name on the podcast, and you forgot the name of the Shadow Complex is already like the most generic name on the planet. It's just like oh. it's it's a generic story, but man, yeah. that gameplay is fun as fuck. They made good fun game, but but yeah, Do you know no, what else is fun as fuck? 
what is your opinion? Like, have they ever sell, sold a double pack of uh, two Pokemon games before? No. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's cool, but I think it's also, like, the whole point was, like, there was no expectation to buy both, and this kind of slaps that in the face of that. I mean, I guess if you have, like, a family. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's like, or if you have, like, a friend. Like, is it cheaper? Is it the same? Or Do they even have a price on it? Because usually do. what happens is, is like, it's 120 like bucks. It it's not then... cheaper at all. I mean, I guess it's like cool packaging. It's like it's. I think they're just trying to like make money off collectors. I don't know. I I actually don't. I feel weird about it now. Yeah, because like legitimately, like I'm I'm looking at this page. I'm looking at this pre order, and it's like a hundred nineteen dollars. And first of all, like I I don't normally see things over a hundred dollars in like the Nintendo eShop. So like seeing that just makes me feel kind of icky about it. But just like oh, it's not even it's not even a physical copy. Um, okay, I shouldn't have said eShop. It's it's not like the Nintendo shop. Like you could buy the physical. It's 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 a physical copy, sorry. Um it's a double pack. Why would you get the cause the whole thing, I, I showed you that tweet and like it had that cool packaging, right? Yeah, that's the like, whole thing. I mean Yeah, but like I don't know. I feel like I feel like by having the double pack and like having literal no discount about it. Like, I, I guess I understand because it's basically two keys for the same game and you want it to charge the same amount, but like Having a single pack. I feel weird about it, yeah. to be honest. I feel like I made you feel weird about this. Like, you weren't really thinking anything of it, and then I, like, showed you this. But, like, having both games in one pack kind of implies it's for one person, but to have them both be the same price implies that you should have two separate games when, in reality, you were getting, like, 10% more content. Like, I think that, like, maybe 90 bucks, even that is pushing it for a double pack. And I think that, honestly, if they made the uh. double pack 90 bucks, that would sell out so quickly I, I can't think of a better like financial decision. Oh for them. yeah, because because you you would get like you would play with your friends like a bunch of shit like hell we might even get that and no want to know want to know what you... would actually be a good idea regarding this like if they had a double pack Pokemon game but they're both on the same physical thing I don't I don't know if they have room they probably don't that's probably why they can't do it but like hypothetically if you had two games on one cartridge so you couldn't share it with someone because I think that's the issue right like you can't you can't have. Two. It's both games on one cartridge. I guess that, that actually that would actually be a good idea to be honest. No, that's what I'm saying. I I, I was being I wasn't joking about this because we played like Mother One Plus Two or whatever, right? When when we originally played Mother One, like if you had like a selection, oh, you could play either Pokemon uh, Diamond or Shining Pearl, whatever. Like, and then you charge ninety bucks because this is meant for one person and it's basically the same game. That would sell so much. Like as opposed to like this weird double pack where like you they seem really greedy trying to just like charge full price. But I don't know. Pokemon can be greedy. Has Pokemon ever been punished for being greedy? No, they are literally the number one license in the world. Yeah, so like, it's like Pokemon. Like actually, like they're bigger than like Disney. Like Pokemon could literally like release here is Pikachu shit, and it's just like literally like they. I put, would buy it. They put dog poop in a plastic bag and then like put a Pikachu sticker on it. I would buy that. I mean, you would buy that because that's you're like the perfect dev, uh, demographic for that actual <laughs> thing. You'd think that's hilarious if Pokemon started selling literal shit. I would sell it in my store and people would buy it. it your store like, would smell like like dog feces. Be, it'd be Pika feces. Okay? I mean, I mean, like you work in a mall, so you might actually have had this experience. Have you ever gone to a beef jerky store in a mall? They s- <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if this is like I, I guess it's not a normal thing. One of the malls I was I was near uh, at one point in my life uh, had a beef jerky store where all they sold it was like is a beef jerky emporium. Like they had like I mean I've been to beef jerky stores. Okay, well I guess do they smell like like the worst thing in the world? 
No, I find like Polish delis to smell significantly worse. Okay, I love Polish delis, but I'm also Polish, so I got that nostalgia factor. But you know what I mean about like the smell. I kind of do, but I like that smell. That smell is like the Polish smell. My like, favorite restaurant, like- <clears throat> my favorite restaurant in the world, is Polish, and it has a little bit of a Polish smell. Uh, Smack Tack in Chicago. Shout outs. We're going to go when... Uh... It's the only time I intentionally break my red meat truce. Truce? Why is that what I'm have? calling it? Uh, this Hungarian pancake with like pork, I, I eat that. So for those who don't know, I do not eat red meat. I do eat red meat at Smack Tack though. Shout outs to Smack Tack in the north side of Chicago. What if they like shout out the podcast? Would you like like them even more? The guy who runs Smack Tech is, like, notoriously, one, like, robotic and two, mean. Like, he, he won't talk. <laughs> he's just, like... He's like, mean? He's not, like, mean. Like, I, I'm not sure if you've ever watched, like, Chicago's Best, like, the uh, the food program. It's, like, a local Chicago food. So is he, like, the soup Nazi? He's not the soup Nazi, but he, like, he... I think part of it is that he doesn't really speak very good English. Like, if he tries talking to him, like, he, he he'll seem standoffish. But, like... He'll just be like, you'll be like standing next to him. He's like, so what do you do here? He's like, I make pierogi. And then like, he'll just like, he won't talk to you. After I make, that. I make pierogi. There is a, um, a hot dog stand in Chicago called Niagara. And they, what they, their whole thing was they had dollar hot dog and fries. So like everybody went there. So they called him the soup Nazi because like they had like a bar, like kind of like a turnstile thing, like uh, of like bars you'd have to go through to like, like a line. And if you stood behind it. He'd be like, "No, the order from there. Come in front." Like, like that kind that of shit. That is like shit. literally like the he... soup Nazi. But no, I, I don't think this guy is mean. But he just like he's not personable. Like when you think of like a restaurant uh, owner, like restaurant owner slash host, you're thinking like, "Oh, this guy's like friendly." He's like, he just he just makes the food. He's serious about it. I your reaction to Chicago's best? Have you not watched Chicago's best? I have. I just don't okay. really. I'm not. It's not. I'm not a food. Uh, you're not a foodie show type guy. Honestly, like I, Food, I, foodie comes out my booty. If if you're looking to binge content and that you're nostalgic, like I, I, I actually watch a few Chicago. I, so because this doesn't apply to you, but like I miss Chicago, and I'll just like watch Chicago's best videos to like get some like good ass uh, like. Yeah, that's right. I missed the city. No, Chicago is like legitimately. I, it wasn't. It wasn't even until I like left Chicago that I realized like Chicago is legitimately unique. However, it's not the best city in the world. Best city in the world is Shanghai. Yeah, I. I a lot of people say, "Oh, Chicago's the best city." It's like, I mean, there's like Chicago's other the be- cities. In no, the Chicago's world. the second best city to me. Like, I love Chicago. Like, I, I'm willing to say that. There's just something about like Chicago, like nightlife, like going to like the bars, like going to like restaurants. Like, there's just something like special about that, you know. I don't think, I think that's just the like special the, part, had, but well, for me, it's like the variety of food. Okay, I mean, like Chicago hot dogs. We 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 could have like a whole Chicago episode, and uh, we have a lot more to talk about, so it's not going to be this one. Dude, but. I literally get into arguments with people They're like, "Oh, Chicago people's pizza sucks." I'm like, literally, no one eats Chicago style pizza. I'm like. Like, Wait, I'm like, that's like, like the deep dish pizza. That's what they think Chicago style pizza is. Like to me, Chicago style pizza is like the thin, like square cut pizza. First of all, fuck you. I, I can, I can, I, I, I have no words for what you, I eat 
Chicago style deep dish pizza. That is what I consider Chicago style deep dish pizza. I eat I eat so no, much. No, I, I know I I I like it. I'm just saying. But when I think of like Chicago style pizza, I don't, I don't think about that. I actually think of that as Chicago style deep dish. But Chicago style pizza to me is like the um like the paper thin uh, crust. I mean, I know I know of, exactly what you're talking about. Like it, it it's but no, you could get square cut pizza and like a lot of I, I understand it's thin. It's very thin square cut pizza, but that is not Chicago style pizza. When people think of Chicago style pizza, they think of the deep dish. I can't I can't talk. Yeah, right when now. People that don't live in Chicago think like that. Everyone I talk to, so when they, we talk about Chicago pizza, that's what it's called pub cut. That's what we think about. I don't know. I, I, when I, what, no, when I think of Chicago style, I think of the deep dish. And I mean, like, sure, I'm from the suburbs, but I know a lot of people who live in the city. And like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I am very, very on the opposite side uh, of, of I you. This. I eat a lot of fucking pizza. So it's like, I'm on the other opposite side of this argument. Um, one, just how about fuck you? Two, this podcast is uh, over. Can I, can I, talking, I ask you I'm a not question? This no. episode, we still have a lot of stuff to talk about. This episode, but this podcast is over. This is the last episode. I cannot. Can I ask you stand. a question? What What is the best uh, deep dish place? I'm gonna just straight up say Luminati's. Like I yes, feel like Luminati's absolutely. Yeah, like I, I feel like. I, so I'm not even gonna say it's the best because I don't know the best. But like Luminati's is like. If you're craving deep dish, you get Luminati's. Like, I, I'm not willing to risk it to go to another place to, like, eat. Well, I don't like the deep dish that's, like, super fucking tall. They're, like, it's, like, a reasonable amount, I guess. There's a place sense. There's a place in Chicago called Pequod's, which uh, yeah. I, I, I think is overrated. I think that... Uh, I, I, Their thin crust is really good, though. I No, so Pequod's pizza is good, but I think for Chicago-style deep dish, like, they try to do their own thing a little too hard, and therefore you don't actually, like, satisfy the craving for deep dish when you eat there. I don't know. I, I I've never had their deep dish. I've only had Pequod's thin crust pizza. Like there, my understanding is like everyone that's like moved out of Chicago. There's just like foods you can't get like in other places. Like you can't get like like an Italian sausage, like an Italian beef sandwich. I guess you don't eat red meat, but like I mean, an L's Italian beef. I'm getting hungry just just doing this episode. I there's doesn't L's like and Portillos, but, and like there's always Chicago rivalry. Portillos, like, okay. Portillo's is overrated as fuck. Yeah, yeah, but I also I lived very close to one, so it's just like I guess I'll. So eat it. the problem is, is that uh, Portillo's went public and they sold out, and they became like very. Uh, they like like for example, a hot dog, fries, and a drink is like fourteen dollars from there. Um, they became very. The main the main question I have like like so Portillo's is one thing, but are you surfing right now? Maybe. Have you been serving I, I, this entire conversation? How how dare you? We've been we've been podcasting for hours now. This is like hour four of the podcast. It's been like you... five minutes. <laughs> well, how... I just closed out of it because yeah. I I feel bad now. He feels bad that he's not giving a hundred percent. How was how was your surfing? Did were you near the goal? Oh, I, I I beat it multiple times. I was just trying to improve my time. I like gotten so much better. Like, so do you think you could like surf in the real ocean? Like, if you if you went to like Santa Cruz and. I thought you said surf in the lotion. Do you feel like an astronaut in the ocean, man? We're not doing what, this. How, how do you feel about rolling down in the deep? When, We're not doing when your brain goes numb, you can it's call like, it it's mental like, it's, freeze. It's like the new Rick roll. It's so awful. <laughs> what is the best chapstick, do you think? Oh, I don't I've I never I haven't used chapstick my entire life. I I think I'm I'm definitely the abnormal one. There's an entire industry for chapstick and I I just done not a part of it. Are you, are you lying? Your shit looks mad chapped right now. Are you, are you chapped up? I mean, I sometimes I lick my lips. Sometimes I legitimately, I don't think I've ever bought chapstick for myself. That's like, what? What do you do if your lips get chapped? I lick them, and then they're not chapped. I'm the Joker, baby.
Want to know how I got these scars? I was so close to just closing out this fucking call after that one. Jesus Christ. That was real bad. Oh. <laughs> Never do that again, please. Like I no 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 for real. Like this is this, right? this, this is this isn't even a fucking bit. Like Jesus Christ. What am I not Never. doing again? The Joker baby or the uh the licking of the lips? D D all of the above. Okay. Fucking uh, I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> well, I don't think he does that in the I'm the you know the I'm the Joker baby video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy. He's like, yeah. I'm the Joker, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like some oh god. Some cringe lord. It's like that I'm the Joker baby is like this generation's Star Wars kid, right? Um no, I think Star Wars Kids is less cringy. It's it's less cringy and just like this nerdy fucking kid to me. I guess, but like Joker almost. I, I, seems... I guess I find I find things perf- that are performative, like theater, like singing, all that stuff to be cringy inherently to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So like, like I, I get, I, like I think more and more as I get on, like I'm just getting like cringed out from TV and and movies. Like I, I didn't used to get cringed out, and now I'm getting cringed out. Now it's like that's my that's my problem with movies nowadays. Like it's so predictable that it's like actually cringy. And like it, it seems like so formulaic, and like I, I just, oh, I just have a really bad heartfelt. tolerance for secondhand cringe. But no, yeah. I don't, I don't think the predictability is is cringy. But like, if I know, a, like, it's very easy to tell when a cringe moment is coming up, and therefore yeah, exactly. you don't want to watch it. It's like, oh no, they're doing, uh, 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 like, uh. But like, Star Wars at the time was definitely like pop culture nerd shit, yeah. and then Joker now is definitely pop. Like the people who are super into the Joker are kind of like. I don't want to say they're inherently nerdy because you have like Joker Gang no. and like shit, <laughs> shit. This <laughs> that that one guy who's like yeah, got that... arrested like for Joker. No, there's like there's two types of Joker people, like nerdy people and fedoras who are like think they're like super deep and philosophical. Who actually thinks like Joker like taking on society is like actually like he, and then, Chad and then, stole like, his girlfriend. And then there's like uh, white trash. It's like the new Punisher, basically. Yeah, basically. The Punisher. Uh, no, the Punisher is different. That's like people who have it like on the back of trucks. I think of like people that like, like there's like an, a sixty percent chance they like eat them or someone they know does meth. <laughs> I mean, I'm the Joker baby. I'm not gonna do it again. I really wanted to do it again, but you would have actually been upset. Like that. That was like not a uh, like. Oh my god! Like hamming it up. That was like Dana actually like shuddering in fear. What is this conversation going? I mean, if, if we're actually going to transition here, like, you mentioned meth, I have to bring up crack. And not not because I have this weird, weird obsession with crack as of late, where I just, like, randomly, like, say, like, are you on crack? Like, every other episode. But no, I have another Viper story, okay? And I'm actually oh, pretty no. upset. Like, Viper has do? Viper has done a lot of good for me. He's made a lot of fun memories. But uh, this is the first time I've genuinely been upset with Viper. And uh, I think that Viper owes me money. Viper has actually improved in some regards, but at the same time, Viper is still Viper. For those who don't know, Viper is a rapper who uh, 
let's just say he's an interesting guy. But one of the things regarding merch, he used to be known for just literally not shipping out merch. Like, if you bought a product from him, you would never get the product. It's yeah, like, oh. aren't you still waiting to get, like, a whole bunch of shit? No, okay, that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe. So, if you actually... So, first step Viper is just not sending you things you ordered, which is, like, that's great for, for a merchant in the first place. I'm surprised he wasn't thrown in prison for that. But the next step in the Viper lore, which is actually cool the first time, I'll admit this. I bought, I think, for Dana's birthday, a shirt of uh, Viper. And instead of the shirt, he got, like, a poster signed by Viper and, like, a handwritten message that's like, sorry, uh, the shirts are not in stock. Um, like, it was, w- like, scribbled out, like, spelled incorrectly. Like, it was, like, a long fucking message. It wasn't, like like two words it was like a fucking page of like descriptor of like what's going on and this was like obviously handwritten by the v-man yeah and then like he also sent like some random cassettes like actually like legitimately cool stuff like i was i was happy to see that uh like it was actually cooler than the shirt you would have gotten and so like i did the same thing i got my own message because i was like actually like i want this more than whatever products he has but then viper specifically said on twitter like, oh, the actual vinyls are in. Here is a picture of me with the vinyl. Order the vinyl now and you will get the vinyl. Because actually in the message, every single time it says, I hope that this acts as a replacement for the gift that you actually, or not gift, the item you actually purchased. Like, you're not getting the item you purchased. You're getting yeah, the thing now you, you Yeah, now you have to buy the, are you going to buy the vinyl again to like not get the vinyl? Like No, no, but the thing is, I was like, okay. I, I never actually originally ordered the vinyl. I think I ordered like a CD and I got whatever stuff you got. So I ordered the vinyl because vinyl Viper's like, hey, here it is. And he like showed me a picture. Like he has a picture of him with the vinyl. It's like, here and it is. You didn't get the I, vinyl. I ordered it same day, like two minutes after his tweet. And then it's like, yeah, sorry. Uh, the message was like, yeah, we I the vinyls are not in. We don't have any vinyls. Uh, we're expected to get them like December 2022. And I'm like, what the hell, Viper? You lied. You lied to me. So he sent me. you more shit? Yeah, he sent me more bullshit that I don't want, honestly. It's cool the first time. The second time, it's like, I don't need another poster of you wearing women's body wraps trying to <laughs> crush your organs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool like it's the first endearing. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's endearing the first time. The I second just, time, you're I, just like, what the fuck, Viper? Yeah, I was just like, god damn it. I literally <laughs> bought a... Vi- yeah, I literally bought <laughs> a vinyl people, from you. What's so funny is people probably think we're fucking insane. It's just like, you, you'd have to, like, be deep in the Viper lore to understand, like, how on... I'm, I'm not like joking. How on, how on brand this is for Viper. It's yeah. Unreal. So at the same time, I kind of expected it, but I, I've learned my lesson. Until there's like a third party actually buying Viper vinyls, I don't. He, I don't ha- really... he was like, I had this in my hand. How has he not been taken to court yet? I don't. I'm gonna probably do a PayPal chargeback. I'm coming for you, Viper. Please don't make a diss track. You have my personal info. <laughs> <laughs> like he like fuck you up. He's the person that just does. Like if he just shows up at your house. Yeah, I'm like I'm waiting for like so He's Viper like, also um, Viper. makes about a hundred tweets a day. Like legitimately a hundred tweets a day. Dude, I I had to like block it because it was literally like it was like forty tweets. I like, couldn't enjoy Twitter because it was just like hundreds of tw- uh, him retreating shit from like 2017 and it was like buy my sh- cd that doesn't exist that or like legitimately sad things like his son in custody is like please free my son it's like i don't i can't i can't i can't do this so yeah i <laughs> i did this Viper's different doing. approach i did a different approach and like literally reported every single tweet is i don't like this and therefore it does it they still show up as you reported this tweet but it doesn't show up as uh like a massive image of like him like shittily photoshopped onto a rock of crack and his like album is i sell the best crack and that's a viper album (laughs) 
<laughs> he probably has an. I just made that up, but that's probably a thing. So, so it's like I I look at his tweets and it's like retweeting something from December twenty first, twenty twenty, December thirty first, twenty twenty, something from January tenth. Okay, he posted May twenty sixth, and then he retweeted something from February twenty. Like everyone used coupon code discography to get forty percent off the full Viper three hundred plus album you could if, if you just like scroll in like the last three you'll see like a, a tweet of like not last three tweets but like the last today he even tweeted like yeah i have all the the vinyls back in stock please order the vinyls like he tweeted that today i'm pissed you're pissed i'm not because this i should have expected this i mean like i can't be mad at viper viper is being viper like i can't be mad at a person being exactly how i'd expect them to act i don't know what yeah, to say everyone are finally in. Please put your order in on this double vinyl authentic Viper. Get your... It also took like a month yeah. to get here, but yeah, it's like, it literally is like, it's in. They're finally in, and like he's, he has like different ones where he's like literally showing the vinyls. Like, I think that one is just like a pack. Like, I bet if you reverse image search the one you're looking at, it's just like, it's just an image of boxes from other people, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm actually gonna reverse image search that right now. He's doing a little Viper sleuthing here. It's the only place for it is from his page okay okay well maybe viper actually does have vinyl somewhere but he's like hoarding. okay so i reversed image searched that photo and clicked on it took me to his twitter but in oh god what's the middle eastern language arabic yeah it's in arabic oh my god now now my my now my twitter's arabic well that's what you get for doubting viper i mean if we're also talking about like famous people making others upset I feel like I we are blessed on this podcast to have started a day later than we intended. Okay, I know I know I made a message. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, it's gonna come out a day later. That was actually not planned. That's just like, oh shit, I actually can't do the podcast because I'm not fully moved in yet and I don't have my PC set up. But we waited a day and we were we were given the opportunity to talk about this. So what happened? Lay it on us, Dana. Do it. What what the happened? Whole, the whole situation. You know what I'm talking about. Um I lost my virginity. <laughs> That's why we're pissed. You, you said you were gonna, yeah. We were, I was, we're, I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah, we were. Just, oh, speaking of famous people pissing people off, Dana is no longer in the abstinence lifestyle. No, we're talking about Dream. <laughs> we're talking about Dream. Who I don't know. He plays Minecraft. Might be, might be abstinent uh, as well. I'm like, I'm like abstinent. genuinely. I like it like ruined my day at work today, like reading just tweets from that whole fucking shit. For people that don't know, Dream is a Minecraft YouTuber turned speedrunner, and there was some controversy where he was using uh modified game files to get like perfect RNG uh luck for drops the things that happen to speed up his run uh culminating in something that w- it wasn't like cheating in the traditional sense where it's like oh he literally like is using like cheats to get past a certain section uh like it he was altering uh probabilities so he while he was doing the actual gameplay the odds of certain things happening like uh, like something spawning he made it so like he got like one in trillion odds so he would actually be able to get the record run faster so like he has legitimate skill he was just basically yeah. not taking his time to like you know kind of wait his turn and get a run that was actually that perfect and then execute on it but the long story short basically that came out and you know obviously the minecraft community is the largest like gaming community like on the internet so people were instantly skeptical like how do you have this luck for like it was basically he had like identical luck for like multiple runs over multiple days like over multiple streams like back to back to back which was like in the trillions of like 
um like one in like what's like 30 trillion or something as far as like probability something like insanity um something that's just not gonna happen in humanity's lifetime yeah so it was like reverse engineered they going through all this stuff you know uh and dream obviously uh defended himself saying like no i would never do this like he like sent over his files had people go over his computer like all this other stuff you know and then he went after like the mod team saying like oh you guys are this you guys are that you guys are just jealous defending himself is like an understatement he's like lashing out at anyone who was accusing him and like basically saying i would never cheat there's no way i could have cheated i i'm gonna hire someone to disprove the mod team and then like well he didn't outright say harass the mod team he was saying the mod team was biased against me like he was like specifically calling out certain members of the mod team uh as saying like oh this person is wrong and obviously it's a one-sided it's a like you have 11 million subscribers on one side and you have like i don't know these people aren't like it's it's a disservice to say that the people on the mod team are unknown because at this point I think a couple of them are actually relatively large. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, because of this controversy, I, there are a lot of accusations of, of clout chasing. But being a legitimate person, like actually standing up for yourself, is it made a lot of people interested in the mod team. But anyway, it definitely was still uh, asymmetrical. Yeah, there, it was asymmetrical warfare in that like uh, Dream had a lot more ammunition here, but. Anyway, uh, it, it kind of all blew over, and uh, it was obvious that Logic was on the side of the Minecraft uh, mod team. But like, Dream- yeah, it, it was it was obvious from anyone that was an onlooker that he cheated and stuff like that. Like the math is just there, like the physical improbability, like these people who play these games day in day out it's like if you have any objective uh logic you can see like yeah he he more than likely cheated even though he defended himself but uh what happened today dream i think it was 11 months later is like you know what actually i looked at my files and uh i I guess they were altered. Sorry, guys. Oopsie. Uh, Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> Oopsie. By the way, it's there. There was there was problems on both sides. You know, it's like it's you know I'm growing from this. You know, like it just it's like oh oh. By the way, I didn't accidentally. Uh, or I, sorry. By the way, I didn't um cheat. I accidentally used a moderated or uh, moderated. I accidentally used a modified uh, version of the game. Um, it was totally an accident. I didn't. That I, didn't I had to specifically choose every time I play. Even though they specifically looked at my files and they weren't there when I asked, when I sent them my files. You know, just just little things. It's just, it's the most disingenuous. And he knows he's smart. He he's he's manipulating. He knows his fans are like twelve and will listen to his each and every fucking word. Uh, you can read the the tweets like under his tweet. It has like what like two hundred and thirty thousand likes. There's just things under it says, you know, you're a bigger man than me, blah, blah, blah. You're coming out. and, and You, you know, are take, so per- brave for admitting when you are wrong. You're an inspiration yeah, dream. Thank yeah, you for like, doing what you do. It's like, I don't know. Is it really brave to own up to something that you like an entirely manufactured he didn't problem? Even, that you, he didn't even – he didn't – he didn't even own up, though. He yeah, yeah. He, did, he didn't it. say he was cheating. He said he accidentally was using modified files, and therefore the runs were invalid. Like, he is not brave. He is entirely manipulative. And hey, I mean, I don't, like, at the end of the day, you could say that I'm jealous, and I'm just upset that I, he basically ruined his submissions for an entire game on, on our speedrun. Basically, we, we get stuff even today, before the controversy came out, of just, like, people wanting to talk about Dream on our speedrun. It's like, we can't ruin this subreddit for minecraft yeah, content yeah because it's all it's gonna be yeah even even the official um dream subreddit was uh privated because it was so fucking toxic they it is genuinely the most toxic community like on the internet is is dreams like stan culture like people literally have been sending like hundreds if not thousands of death threats towards these mods towards anyone that was speaking out about it 
you know, um, which which makes sense from a creator perspective because it's like, why are you gonna get rid of your paycheck? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, honestly like we're we're in, like I I was so petty. I really or I wasn't so petty, but I was thinking about being so petty and just like responding because like I involve myself in this a little too much because i don't give a shit about minecraft at all but like uh, cheating and speedrunning i mean like i don't know speedrun mod uh our speedrun mod i i, I do genuinely care about speedrunning and in, in a lot of aspects so like i was i was tweeting originally when this was coming out i'm like hey it's pretty obvious this guy cheated huh and like i i would get like a lot of people saying like this is so bullshit you just hate mod or uh dream and you're like clout chasing i want to like respond to them oh, you're, be like, you're, you're such an anti that's what yeah. they call you as an anti <laughs> i want to respond to them and just be like oh um what do you what do you think about this whole conversation now i'm not going to do that because i'm not that petty I'm, I'm like this close to being that petty. it, it wouldn't matter though he's like they he didn't like cheat though it was an accident there's a difference you didn't even read it yeah, so I mean, I've said some variation of this on multiple platforms today, but if you're ever feeling down on yourself, just there's like people who like take statements from YouTubers, like people who like actually look at an apology video from a YouTuber, really any YouTuber, and they're like, oh, okay, this everything's fine with me. Just I'll take this at face value. You put your dog in this video, that therefore I know you're human and and the, everything you said I'll take at it, face it, value. It's it's disgusting, and the like I said, the worst thing about this is all like the content creators that are like just rallying around him, saying like, "Oh, it's all good, man. You're still your number one." Blah blah blah. Because all they want to do at the end of the day, you never want to get rid of your paycheck. You that know, being all these said, people all... dream. Just just come on the podcast, and uh, I'm sure that we will uh, change your tune. You come on the podcast, Dream. Yeah, unless Dream. You're a, unless you're a little, unless you're a bitch. This is me. Hey, this is me <laughs> calling you out directly, Dream. Uh, you got to defend yourself. Come to the podcast, unless you're a little bitch. If you come on the podcast, I will single handedly, uh, like just d- destroy my entire reputation. Just say that you didn't cheat. <laughs> Oh yeah, my god. No, that's How so sad. terrible. Don't, take, sad don't, don't put that in. Be? Don't put that in. No, okay, yeah. I, I don't actually believe that, but I'm just like thinking like, like I would how... take my entire how can I sell out so yeah, hard? Exactly. Exactly. I know Minecraft Twitter is pretty fucking insane though. Like basically you can tweet right now like a uh, dream is an idiot. Uh, Minecraft sucks and you'll literally have people like doxing you and like calling your work and saying like you you should die. That's all. All we need to do. I mean, like that's there. We go. That's our plan. Insane now. That's our plan. Actually, it is. It honestly is. Like I well, can't. Like, f- f- could you imagine being co- like a content creator nowadays? Like, is, like there are obviously big content creators that got big, like in old internet. I couldn't imagine like growing up and like being a content creator like now. That's like insanity. The amount of people that are on the internet and just can fucking you go literally insane. are though. Yeah, dude. I don't know what you want to say. You are. Is, is is someone gonna content. go to like episode 13 and go to like four minutes and 57 seconds and then find out what you said and then cancel you for it maybe can you guess what Yu-Gi-Oh card this is that is a lava golem 100 percent. it's not a lava golem it's number 38 utopia you fucking idiot can you guess what this card is that is a left leg of exodia 100 percent it's 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 an elder of the six samurai you fucking idiot i'm do one more can you guess what this card is that is a um so there's like this one card i forget the exact name but um he allows you to summon dragons he has like a cape he's chilling you know what i'm talking about it's like 70 cards no but it's like one of the more famous it's like allows you to summon a blue eyed dragon he's like a dude 
Well, you're wrong. It's the left arm of Exodia. I'm making an Exodia deck for the memes. Well, you should have given me that one last time. So when I said left leg, I could have said I meant left arm. Well, then, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to trick you. Well, you did. And now I actually hate you. Do you have anything cool on your desk? Dude, that card is literally called Lord of the D. <laughs> Lord of the D is the card that summons the dragons. Lord of the D. That card sucks. I don't. I, that's what I thought it was, and it wasn't, I guess. I do not have anything cool on this desk because I'm in the literal tiniest space of all time. I'm like literally I, in the saddest, I have, I have tiniest a mini space. flashlight. I was going to shine it in the camera to blind you. I, I have a single beard. It, it doesn't work. It's pretty dope. Literally have, none of this is cool. I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards were arguably cool. I, I, I have a McDonald's. <laughs> you, you no longer have a fry that left the um, building. I have an, a yogurt lid. Dana saw the massive success, the thousands upon thousands of likes, followers, subscribers, etc., from his random food hall TikTok, and he's trying to recreate the success. I, to I, I got, I got. Oh two shit! Picks. You're you're a, a dental pick guy. I've been yeah. trying. I've been trying to tell people. So my parents. I are actually, hate. I hate flossing. I, I, hate I flossing. do too. I, but like the conversation is basically like. Whenever I try to like convince people, and by people I mean my family, it's like, oh, these dental picks are actually good. They're like every single time I walk anywhere in life, I see dental picks everywhere I go. Like, do you do you see how many dental picks are like dropped on the ground? If you start paying attention, they actually are everywhere. So as long as you're not part of the problem, that. no, I only do it at home because like, why would I pick my teeth in public? That's did, like, did we turn into like fifty five year old uh, middle aged? Dude, I want to actually talk about this. Like, have you never like I so I. It's not a fucking secret. I used to smoke a lot of fucking weed, and I don't anymore. Everywhere I go smells like weed. The mall smells like weed. Every restaurant go- smells like weed. You I live go in to a place where store. weed is legal. <clears throat> but it's like, I, I can't escape it. Like, look at my apartment fucking building smells like weed. I mean, I, I, like, do, I do definitely think that, like, there is definitely a bigger public intoxication issue with weed than alcohol. Because, like, weed was kind of normalized as something you'd smoke in public. Like, people were, like, literally doing it while they were driving. Which is like definitely yeah. bad, like but like for some reason yeah. like people are like oh I drive high all the time like people were like that's not fucked up or it is fucked up but like people were definitely not like it is that is yeah. that is a, there is definitely a level where weed is a lot less fucked up to drive on than than drinking when really that normalization but I've, I I. Th- I would say maybe years ago when weed was less potent, but weed is literally like they're fucking smoking meth pipes worth of like the hash oil. Like the shit looks fucking like you're doing like hard drugs nowadays. Like, yeah, the shit yeah. Is I, way mean, I feel intense. like that's a trope to just talk about like, oh, weed back in my day. But like, no, it's like weed back in your day was still actually weed. Now it's like literally like here's my black ooze that uh, I need a yeah, crack my, pipe. My, let me inhale <laughs> <laughs> crack type fucking light bulb to fucking inhale. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, is Paddington to Bear Two actually a good movie? It was the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Why? Because Rotten Tomatoes only is about agreeability. It's not about like action. Like you could be a six out of ten movie and be the number one movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever. I've never seen this movie. I didn't even know it was a thing. Why would you see Paddington Two? You're not like three years old. But why is it like obviously there's it's a num bleh, enough people like it. It's like a people really were, good kids movie. That's really all it is. People were pissed. I was like actually saw, seen this a bit on uh, Twitter. People were fucking pissed. Yeah, no, like I mean, like because you can't hate on Paddington. It's like a bear, and he like does a little no, adventure. No, like the people people were pissed on like the um 
the guy who reviewed it like they were like this person should be like removed from like society yeah no i like i saw like tweets that were like literally like fuck all life it's like okay that's is that an appropriate <laughs> response when you see that paddington 2 now has a 99 percent on rotten tomatoes is that it takes a special person to like break down in tears when they see that Paddington Two no longer has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, maybe that's a little dramatic. Maybe no one looked at the look at the the meta score or whatever it was and just decided, you know what, today's the day where I break down. But I don't know. I just saw this and I <laughs> maybe, saw the. I mean, this maybe that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe this is like a bigger deal than we're making it out. Yeah, to maybe be. we're are just we not like, in the know. Are we? This is like that detached from like modern. What's the word? Like entertainment. Modern that, like, cinema. We don't know. It's not. It's not well, it's even like, like, know, like being detached from modern cinema, modern entertainment, the zeitgeist. The the. It's it's really about being detached from society, from humanity in general. Like we're talking about a world does that, that mean is. We're getting in, old. It's not that we're getting old. It's that we're just not in touch with our fellow. Like we do this podcast, and like we're at a point where it's like okay, we we talk to each other, we find topics, but like we don't talk. I don't know about you. I don't talk to any other human being on earth. Like, I, I just kind of do this podcast and literally nothing else with my life. So when I see something like Paddington 2 and I see that, like, I, I don't even know how to react. I, I like, look at the bear <laughs> and it's like, it does, did my humanity fade away? Fuck. You just ruined my life with this. <laughs> I've never seen it in my life. I never will. But now that I'm so heavily invested in it and found out that's 99% instead of 100, I think uh, I might end it all. You might, oh my god. <laughs> in a video game. In a video, in a video you game. You can't save that one. You can't say in a video game 30 <laughs> seconds later. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, sure, that works. I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I mean, let's just like take a little bit of a break and just watch the entire Paddington 2 movie right now. All right, we're back. So what'd you think of it? Yeah, uh, I thought it was good. Moving on, like if we're talking about people who are like upset <laughs> at, at at reviewers, well, really it's the other way around. Reviewers are upset at the world. Did you see that like IGN tweet that the Onion made? <laughs> what was the best was some of the replies to no, it. No, that's um, I don't even I don't even care about. So like I so the thing is obviously IGN is currently in the news because of uh the Israel Palestine controversy which um yeah is a thing and uh basically I guess because IGN was in the news usually a lot of these uh these these like random like retweeter bots that retweet like old articles from like the onion and other things i think they just look at trending topics and they're like oh ign's in the news let's make our ign article from like four years ago just trending again and like the article is like ign reviewer excited to um play game after reviewing it something that just digs on Uh, someone was commenting like oh uh, nice punching down like yeah it was it was basically a seat like the the tweet was like mediocrely funny like the onion has has good articles bad articles mediocre articles this was just yeah, one yeah. of the mediocre articles but like yeah every single reply was a game journalist like someone that was like check marked uh, I, I i i hate to be one of those people like oh look at the attack of the blue check marks because i i feel like first of all that's like a but this is conservative it's like totally thing to not do. a thing until it is though. yeah that's yeah the, like but but like it feels. it's basically a bunch of game journalists like feeling like they are the most targeted people on earth. It's like this is the least funny article I've ever read. It's like one like six hundred replies. I've never seen a higher ratio on any tweet in my life, <laughs> and it just 
it makes me so happy. Do you think it just it just like spread like through like the fucking game journalist Telegram group or something like that? I think it both trended in like the game journalist Telegram group, whatever it exists, and then also like every single GamerGate forum because like I feel like honestly there is no way that this is um that this is organic engagement there's definitely some like trolls no, being no, like no not at all lol games journalists get owned i just like love how easy it is as an outsider to see like how just like it's so stupid it's like it, it just shows how like little people should value game journalist opinions like i i know pretty much that like they should value our opinions. yeah they should be like we're we're not games journalists we're game podcasters okay yeah, there's that there's one a difference. There's that one tweet that we kind of live by that like uh, we're just two kind of guys, you know. Yeah, you know how podcasters are more important than the troops, mothers. Um, I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> you like? I we like posted that. Uh, like we retweeted like podcasters are more, podcasters are more important than mothers and troops. Something something incredibly <laughs> uncontroversial, obviously. <laughs> but, but. I gotta look for this. I like cause the problem is I do a lot of Twitter at like two in the morning, so I like don't pay fucking attention. Uh, you forget about like riling up the base. Yeah, the riling up of the base. The the base. Thirty eight followers. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's. Just as I, that's more than Virgil Holmberg podcast. We're being honest here. If I'm saying the word honestly, honestly, there are some pretty good things I've retreated though. Is it like as good as posting blurry by Post Malone? Post Malone posting blurry by puddle of mud ten times in a row. Have you ever done that? Huh? No, I posted this though. I mean, if we're talking about controversial opinions, what is in the background right now? My glorious leader, go fuck yourself. I mean, I'm not even talking about the Mao. I'm talking about that like anime pillow. How dare you? Yeah, I got an I got an anime love pillow. Um, so I didn't like this room's fucked, and it's just this is my like store everything room. So like directly out of camera is just a pile of fucking shit that I just like scoot over. That's actually a Funko Pop on the bottom, <laughs> like on top of like a lid. <laughs> That's how um, you know your life has has completely gone. Down. As soon as you buy one Funko Pop, like your life expectancy goes down like a decade. It's like, all right, he's going to like <laughs> die of like a Mountain Dew overdose. I mean, I'm at work and there's some cool ones. So it's like, I got I get like the Pokemon ones. Like those were some like Kingdom Hearts ones. I mean, soon you're like, I don't even... Soon you're just gonna like have a wall of them, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, this is this is so cool." And then I don't know, all of a sudden no. you're gonna be like, "Why did why do I now have a micro penis?" It's like it. There's like some steps here. You seen that meme? That's like I have very many rare Funko Pops. I haven't, but I I can see it just in my head without actually seeing it. It's like that meme with like the guy in the well. It's like oh yeah, no, I've I've seen that meme. Yeah, it, that's exactly the meme I've seen, and obviously this is the best conversation to have on a podcast format. Where neither the video <laughs> like, or audio can like, see hey, the meme. Look at this meme. Yo, like, check hey, everybody, out this, this meme. meme is so good, and you guys can't see it, dude. Funko Pops look fucking terrible. Like they all look the same. I, I, like, get... I was so close. I was so close to actually like becoming a Funko Pop person, but it was like, oh it, no, no, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't like. I basically what happened was I was like I got my own place I think this is like my first place so like this is like long before uh I I don't know I was living in Richmond at the time and um I was like looking for stuff like what what should I decorate my first apartment with and like I guess there was like a random comment on like some reddit threads like oh get some Funko Pops because I think this was like 2015 the internet wasn't entirely making fun of them at the time I mean like I think they were still not seen as super cool but like I looked some of them up and like these eh, I like I, I like looked 
worked hard to find a Funko Pop I liked, and I just wasn't enthusiastic about them. And I'm like, wow, I dodged a bullet. I almost bought a Funko Pop. I think I was like thinking about getting the Pac-Man one, and I, that could have changed my trajectory entirely. I mean, like some of like the specific uh, genre ones are kind of interesting. Like I get the Pokemon ones because they're going to be worth something one day. But it's like the problem with licensed gifts because I work in the industry of like selling licensed like products and stuff like that. Is like let's say you like a show, a movie a game or something like that and you want to get a cool product for it you have two options you can get a t-shirt or a funko pop yeah That's like all the funko is. pop makes them like legitimately obscure characters like into into statues yeah. it's like i like what what about like speaking of like your fanboy over here what about a chairman mao funko pop what about hey? I think I think I, some, actually go, I would buy that. Holy shit! I think legitimately, like people have Chairman made like Mouth Adolf Hitler Funko, uh, Pop. Funko Pops as as like a you know a, a quote unquote meme, and then it's like, oh wait, is this a meme? Or are you actually like a neo Nazi making your? Because honestly, like when I think of like a racist or like a neo Nazi or like well, I guess that's not mutually exclusive. But like someone that like has terrible taste in that regard, they probably have terrible taste in like figurines, right? Those people are probably oh, into Funko Pops. I mean, there's like meme like figurines, dude. Look at this Chairman Mao fucking toy. Like, tell me this <laughs> shit's you wouldn't want this. I mean, that's for those who can't see this, which is literally everyone. It is like a legitimate, <laughs> like extremely detailed Chairman Mao. I know we're memeing about Chairman Mao, and someone's going to be like, hey, uh, the Great Leap Forward actually did kill millions of people. So it's like, oof, oof, Chungus. It's like legitimately, it's it just like, yo, Chungus. a big Chungus. <laughs> Wait, did you just <laughs> refer to the Great Leap Forward as like a Chungus moment? Like, what the fuck? I don't, I didn't know how to just, what, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> no, I feel bad now. <laughs> He's leaving. He's leaving. We're done. I'm sorry. 